0: Ooh, we're already hot. This is going to be awesome. It's a, it's a lot different being up here than practicing in front of your mirror, because you guys aren't in my mirror. So,
1: <laughs>
0: We're just going to start with prayer. Oh, Lord, thank you so much that you've given me this opportunity to bring your word, Lord. I'm not here for myself. I'm here for your glory. So whatever you have for the body, Lord, that's what we're here for. Doesn't matter about the distractions or what's happening around us, Lord. We're here for you. Thank you so much. And that's my word. Have a great day. Okay. <laughs> so I want to talk about foundation. Because I don't know if you guys know what foundation is, but it's the thing that holds the whole building together. Like, if you don't have foundation, that thing's going to crumple and it's going to be really bad. Does anyone know what the foundation of our faith is? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus and his resurrection. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Without his resurrection, there is nothing. That's right. in, That's right. in fact, you can go and look at any other religion and the biggest thing that they're missing is that they didn't have the power of the resurrection. There was no death. In fact, you cannot get past the grave in any other religion because God and Jesus is the only one. So, exactly. I want to start in Romans 10, verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we are preaching. That if you confess with your mouth... Jesus says, Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes, resulting in righteousness. And with the mouth, he confesses, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all abounding in riches for all who call on him. For whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. But then it asks the question, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And how will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. <laughs> oh, the Lord's so good. <sighs> so, the biggest thing that I've learned is um, you have to not only believe that he died for your sins, then you got to confess it. But confessing isn't all of it. Because, I don't know about you, but a lot of us have confessed it. And then there's points where, you know, the devil comes in and he blocks it and he changes everything. But if you go back to your foundation, what the Lord has done for you, what he continues to do for you, that's how you stay strong. Amen. 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 right, Lord. It's Matthew seven, and I believe it's verse twenty one. Turn there with me. This is one of my favorite verses about foundation. Um, chapter seven twenty one. Yep. Jesus teaches about those who build on rocks and who build on sand. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house. And yet it did not fall, for it had been founded on the rock, which we all know is Jesus. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who has built his house on the sand. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and it fell and great was the fall. When Jesus had finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teachings for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as their scribes. So I got the opportunity to go to Maine, and uh, I was like, all right, Lord, I really, uh, this is for you. And uh, there was these sandcastles. People were building sandcastles. And I don't know if you know about sandcastles, but they have no foundation. It's just the sand. And uh, as the ocean came up, you'd see it lick the, the bottom of the sandcastle, and after a few minutes, pieces of the castle started to fade and fall apart. And, uh, however you look at the lighthouse that was built with concrete, and that thing's been there forever. And that's what we want with the Lord, use him as the foundation. Um, I want to go into a story. So most of you guys know me and know that I've been in the church forever. and the best thing about foundation stand here is um, it doesn't matter what you build onto the foundation if the foundation is important because when fire comes and the tribulations come, the foundation will still be there. Um, so it was months ago that I went to the pastors and. I'd been fed up, you know. All this has been going on, la 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 la, and I'm starting to panic and like, well, maybe this isn't for me. And everyone that's around me is leaving. Every there's no one by age. And Lord, what do I do? And so I sat down the pastors, and I was ready to quit. And I was talking to them, and was like, yeah, this isn't for me, la la la. And we we were halfway through the conversation. I had already committed in my mind that I was done. There was nothing that could be said. Well, halfway through, I just felt this <laughs> come over me. And I was like, oh, Lord. And he was like, this is just some of the fires testing your foundation. So are you going to destroy the foundation that you've taken so long to work on? Or are you going to trust in me that I'm going to continue to do what I've promised? And so I took a moment and was like, "Wow!" And then I looked at both of them, and they could see or see the clearness come over my eyes. And that was when I decided, nope, we're gonna we're gonna trust in the Lord. We're gonna keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it without the Lord. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and his shed blood alone pays for the price to redeem mankind from sin and the resurrection. Alone was the proof of God's acceptance of his sacrifice. Which means there's nothing that you and I can do to earn this because it was given to us freely. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing deeds, because it says in the Bible, faith without deeds is dead. That's right. However, you shouldn't be going around, I did good deeds, therefore I must be a good person. No, you have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and believe in the resurrection. And that the resurrection of his people is coming. His resurrection from the dead was a guarantee and a prelude to the resurrection of his people, shown to us in Romans 8:10 and 11. The Bible calls it our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord, right. which is in Titus 2:13. Right. What a glorious day that will be, and because it could happen at any moment, we should seek to purify ourselves as He is pure and be zealous about preaching the gospel, which is found in 1 John 3, 2 and 3. Now, I had a couple other scriptures I wanted to go over, one of them being some of the most foundational one, John 3:16. But we're going to end with that one. So first, let's turn to Isaiah 28:16. Twenty eight sixteen. Therefore, thus says the Lord Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a tested stone, a costly cornerstone for the foundation firmly placed. He who believes in it will not be disturbed. Now, I don't know about you, but a costly cornerstone, I'd expect it to have a price. Jesus paid the ultimate price. He died for everybody, right. and there's nothing that says he just died for a few of us or like just the. He died for everyone, so all could have a chance. Because right. he's so amazing, he and without him we're nothing. That's right. All right. The other one is First Corinthians three eleven. Actually, we're going to go back one verse to 10. Because according to the grace of God which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I lay a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful of how he builds on it, for no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And then if you continue, it goes on. Now, if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident for the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire, which a lot of us know fire is trials. (laughs) And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If a man's work which he has built on it remains, he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as though they're fire." So even even if everything that he built on that foundation was burnt and there was nothing, even though he suffers loss, he will be saved. He himself will be saved. It says it here. And then John 3.16. I'm going to look it up because I want to go from 16 to 20. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world, and men loved the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light, for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. Oh, he's so good. and all the time he is good the last point I wanted to bring up was the resurrection of Jesus Christ is not a truth of Christianity It's the truth of Christianity the one and only truth (laughs) it is It is not a truth of Christianity. Jesus' resurrection is the truth. It is our foundation of our our beliefs and faith. Um, So I felt a calling as I've been going over this. um, When we end, I wanted to do an altar call for all those who haven't given their life or are looking to start the new foundation, that's what we're here for. Yeah.
1: I just wanted to uh just rehearse for a moment. He's talking about the difference between the castle made in sand and the lighthouse. More than a foundation, but it's a tower that stands in the storm as representing light. But the thing that most of all stands out, and I will hope that you heard that part of it for Ben's testimony, He knows the presence of the Lord. In his mind, he knew what he wanted to do. He was done. Right, Ben? He had rehearsed in his mind all of the things that would justify, many of them true, that would allow him to say, Lord, I am done, I am moving on. But it was amazing because the kitchen. The atmosphere changed. We were listening. We were listening. And you could see the spirit of the Lord come upon Ben. And he was in a place. He was in the valley of decision. Amen. And you could just see it. He says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Absolutely. He says, I'm not going anywhere. I've been lied to. I'm not going anywhere. I've been lied to. That's the devil. So thank you, Ben. Don't despise your youth, the word says. The foundation, yes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. she needed help to do her bedroom. Well, last Thursday, uh, Alisa and Rebecca and Joyce,
1: and of course, don't forget Ava. She had to be a little friend there, a little helpful. Well, they all got together and cleaned the bedroom with no problem. She was a little tired still after she got done, but she got the bedroom. See, Val has been trying to minister to her sister forever. And the act of kindness, the love, it's bringing in other parts of the family that want to do that same thing of make a difference. Amen. Well, this morning, I want to thank all of you that have been with us this morning. We bless you. May the foundation that the Father has placed within you, that you're not one that ever learns and does not come to the experience of, but you may be one that has been a foundation surely established in the Word, but affirmed or confirmed by his relationship with the Holy Spirit and the affirmation of walking as a son by the Spirit. Amen. So we bless all of you in Jesus' name.